Yo, yo, check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Your favorite influences and content creators. This is Like, Follow, Subscribe on Nightlife with Celeste Anthony. It's like follow, subscribe, indeed. We chat to your favorite content creators and influencers. We kind of just get to know them off camera, right? Because we see them on social media all the time. And uh, tonight, I'm very excited. We get to speak to a very, very, very busy individual. Uh, we should have waited, I think, till they hit 1 million, but they are at 99.5 thousand followers. He's a singer, songwriter, the voice essay finalist. That's my, my view how most of us know him. But also now a TikToker. Please welcome to Nightlife on Good Hope FM. Anselin Geisman, good evening. Good evening, Celeste Anthony and Good Hope FM. <laughs> how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, my love? I'm great. How was your day? You always seem like you're very busy. My day was was busy actually. I did my brotherly duty today. Yes. I um, went to collect my brother at school because he was Cute. ill. Um, and then I had a rehearsal for tomorrow's corporate. Um, and then I came home to have dinner with my family. And yeah, that was my day. That sounds like a well-rounded day. Absolutely, no, it was very <laughs> Absolutely, when, when, when people join me on the show for the very first time, I like to throw this question at them and I go, do you now with this big platform think of yourself as a content creator or as an influencer? Not at all, actually. A, a content creator, perhaps, but not an influencer. Yeah. I, you know, the influencer or the term influencer has taken on a life of its own, mm. I think, uh, in terms of, of what it requires and also what it breathes. Um, across across a various or a great spectrum from media to social media um, to corporate and so forth. Um, I do think if I am considered considered an influencer, I, I hope that it's, I'm influencing people to do positive <laughs> things and to bring about positive change. I think so. Um, but I do think um, I never classified myself as a content creator. I literally just made videos and spoke yeah. about the things that you know that I wanted to speak about. Um, I was basically just creating stories. Of, yeah, which, you know, which, about which, which that I see. it brings me to the next question, Anselin. You are known for your vocals, for your voice. You were the essay, uh, the voice essay finalist. Uh, it is a title, unfortunately, or fortunately, that will then follow you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now you've you've journeyed over onto to to social media, and you've become wildly popular on what we know today as TikTok. How did that happen for you? Because you, I know, are naturally kind of funny in person. That is who you are. <laughs> and so it kind of just went over onto TikTok. How did that happen for you? Listen, by chance, I, you know, during the lockdown, everybody said, you know, let's do this TikTok thing. And everybody was doing dances and yeah. everybody was doing, um, you know, the, the usual TikTok trends. And then I started following this incredible woman um, on TikTok uh, by the name of Shanae mm. uh, on Khan. Um, and everybody loves her and everybody knows her. And, you know, I, I, I watched her for months. Um, and I, I could see that she was just naturally being herself. Yeah. You know? And I thought about it and I thought, you know, um, what, what if I started making videos where I am just myself? I just speak about the things mm-hmm. I see and observe and tell people the stories about how I encountered it. And hopefully it will bring some people to the point of laughing because social <laughs> media at a time was, was very bitter and very dark. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 
the onus rested upon content creators and influencers to to sort of bring about a change in social media. Yeah. I mean, we have the power to facilitate that change, um, and that was sort of the. I never expected it to blow up the way it did, um, but it's very clear to me. Besides the fact that I was known as a singer before, and you know, was on a very big competition. Yeah. Um, people really just enjoy me talking rubbish. They do. <laughs> we really, really do. And as I said, I think, I think what is what is appreciated about the content that you do create is that it is so naturally who you are as a person. Because I know you. I've been in conversations with you. This is really who you yeah. are. It's it's not mimicked. It's not false. It is entirely authentic to who you are. And so I, I know this. This next question is very difficult to answer because I know as a creative, you can't explain to people how you create, how you become creative, or you know how something yeah. happens. But I want to ask you how you you decide on what videos to post or to make. Um, <laughs> it is a difficult question to answer because um, there are various things that probe us to to create videos. Um, firstly, and also to select which ones to post at which time. You yeah. know, um, I found that. The, the more natural it is, the better it does on social media. Yeah. When things are orchestrated, it doesn't really do that well. We have a, a different platform for that where we, uh, you know, are, are, are needed or required to be perfect. But I fundamentally, you know, my content is probed by daily happenings. I sit in a coffee shop and I watch yes. things happen. You know, you, you hear what's relevant absorb. to the day today. Yeah, I, I absorb what's happening in the room and I find. Things that are working, you know. For for example, the the video about the private school um, um, thing went yeah. extremely viral, um, and people could relate to that because you know our, our kids are going to private schools and they get to deal with with the repercussions yeah. of these kids going to private schools. The kids are no longer just accepting the parents' word; they are talking back and giving them the constitution. One hundred percent. You know, as a sort of feedback. Um, and so that's how I create the videos. You know, I yeah. think about something really funny that happened in my childhood. I'm in a process of telling um, social media about um, stories about how my grandmother used to... Yes, uh, and I relate to that because my grandmother also... <laughs> Ooh, but it's forget to But you know, the funny thing about that, Celeste, um, and something that, you know, very few people know about me, is that with, even though my grandmother raised me um, with crooked English, I, I went on to study... A whole linguistics degree <laughs> at university, but I mean, you know, she she plowed a seed. She I did. In grade three, I, I wanted to tell my teacher that my grandmother collapsed, and I didn't know how to word it. And I said, "My grandmother biggie fell around." And so we look at how you know these stories also uh-huh. indicate a beautiful story about how we have risen above adversity. Oh, really? You know, of course, to be reckoned with. And I, I think I'm just enjoying the fact that social media is giving us a platform to, to, to not only be relevant, but mm. to make change, you know. Change. I think you've done that. I think one thing you've also done well is, I think comedy is all about timing. We say that all the time. And, and I think that's what you've yeah. done well. It is relevant, but you, you, you do it in such a way with it's in a timely fashion that it's still so funny to us. And you're not doing it in a bashing way because sometimes people come across as just like trying to bash the situation. You're not. I think you are saying the things on your platform that we we say only in our houses to one another and also what yeah. bang what he means to say but you do it out there and so it's funny <laughs> Anselin, as i said you're you're a very very busy man you uh you multitask you do so many things uh, and one of which we don't see on camera is you are actually in hr right i am oh my gosh 
very few people know it. Um, and it's also very controversial in terms of my personality and who I yeah, am on social media. True, I because I can't I, imagine coming to you and then you having to be serious to my face. No, absolutely. But you know what? Um, a question that I am frequently asked in interviews is would I ever consider leaving my job? And the answer will forever be no. Yeah. Um, because we know how hectic social media can get. Oh, yes. Um, but the fact that I get to wake up in the morning and go and walk into an office and, and, and be, you know, a custodian of change, of, of policy and process, that for me is such a balance and it creates such a balance for me. Um, and, they, and, you know, we must condition our minds to understand and believe that we can do everything mm. that we are good at. Um, gone are the days where, where we are left with one uh, sort of egg in the basket. 100%. And we have the ability to secure every single bag under the sun. Under the sun. You know? I feel like you'd be exceptionally bored if you were left with one stream of like one, yeah, you know, only one path to follow. You'd be bored. 100%. 100 <laughs> I believe it. I believe it in my whole being. But HR, HR has, has it's a weird career path because fundamentally I wanted to become an educator. Um, oh. I, I had every intention of, of becoming a teacher. I did go on and teach for a year. Um, and then I came back because the, the setting wasn't for me. Okay. But I enjoy I enjoy waking up in the morning and going to work yes. and knowing that my decisions or my or my contribution to the workspace, you know, impacts either positively Hundreds. on somebody's life. And I, you know, HR is a very thankless job in terms of being sort of the Yefra Rotemai of the workplace. Yeah, you are essentially. Um, yeah, but I enjoy the fact that my job uh, creates that sort of uh, sentiment that we need to keep things afloat and we need to keep yeah. in check and in balance and it's not just as frivolous as social media might be um, but it's actually a space where we you know say this is right and wrong let us meet each mm. other halfway but it's ultimately acts as such a cool balance for me because social media is all hyped up and everybody makes a fuss about you and you in the mall you can't eat properly because everybody wants to take a picture but then I get to walk into a space where I'm literally nobody I people just come to me with the issues <laughs> I love that I, <laughs> Yeah. You are so just living the best of people. both worlds. Yeah. I love that I get to solve, solve people's tax issues <laughs> and fix their IRP signs and be boring. I love that. I think <laughs> that the, the, the people that only know you from TikTok would be so surprised to hear the side of you. Ancelin, <laughs> that you... I love it. You just mentioned about like going outside and being in public and and that and I know um, this this has been something that you are kind of familiar with. You you didn't just rise to fame on TikTok. You've kind of had a platform, as I said, as a singer. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with like you know you just want to do your basic things and drive into a drive through or go buy a bread and suddenly you're known and you know how do you deal with people coming up to you and taking photos and asking to speak to you? I think, you know, the first thing we need to understand and really accept with our whole hearts and our beings is that we are where we are because of the people that want oh, us. Yes. We are where we are because of the people who support us, like, follow, and subscribe us, excuse the pun. Um, <laughs> the thing is, you you cannot in this industry have a mindset of not showing up. At mm. the moment you walk out of your gate, you are required to show up. Whether mm-hmm. you are crusty, whether you are... Uh, whether you do your thing, you cannot have any sort of... understand that some people might disagree with me and say, like, you know, this is my family time and this is my yeah. whatever. But when I look at the responses of people when I walk into a mall or a store and, the, you know, the way people's faces light up, so great because it means that I've done what I needed to do and that I've impacted somebody's life positively, you know? You have, yeah. 
And, you know, because my content is so diverse that it caters for everyone, um, I get to deal with a lot of different approaches. I get to um, deal with people who scream because they think I'm funny. <laughs> and then I get people in situations who, you know, would ask me, would tell me, listen, that video that you posted really inspired me. And, it, it, Beautiful. you know, that was the reason why I came out of depression. Um, can you please pray with me? This is happening. Mm. So I, I enjoy the fact that it, that it lures out a different um, sort of, Audience. Uh, demographic and yeah. audience in terms of what, what my social media is probing people to respond to. And so I will never have an issue when somebody okay. comes up to me to ask for a picture or a conversation. My friends hate it. My family hate it. They, they hate going out. Ah, it's okay. They must just deal. <laughs> yeah, no. And I have full-on conversations with people because these are the people who believe in me. These yeah. are the people who laugh and, and, and are benefiting from, from the content that I'm posting. And so, like, in conclusion of that, comment or answer i i absolutely love it and i and i want people to approach okay. me i never want i'm to so happy that you're saying saying yeah. that because sometimes people are afraid to to approach uh, as, as someone that they see on social media i have to tell you guys night owls uh, a couple of weeks ago i went out to see a show and as i walked into the theater anston was already sat down and my seat uh, the available seat was behind him and as i walked up people when they see anston they'll say geweldig geweldig <laughs> and i was having a laugh <laughs> I was having a laugh because I was like, you said geweldig and you're stuck with that now. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Do you know, Celeste, I made the biggest mistake. I entered from the wrong side. And so I had to walk all the way across. The and when I entered, everybody was like, oh, <laughs> everyone, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to feel the show. And listen, <laughs> you're the, like the tallest guy in the room, in most rooms. So it's not like you could hide. <laughs> Well, I'm just a man. Uh, Anselin, let me also congratulate you on this journey that you're on now. It's a fitness journey. I think um, a lot of us, most of us. Did we just lose Anselin there? Seems like we did. Oh, my goodness. Let me see if I can get him back here. Oh, no. Smack bam in the middle of the conversation. Seems like we lost Anson and he did say to me earlier as we started this conversation that his signal is slightly rocky way is, but he's such a gem. He is so phenomenal. He is also, as you heard during this conversation, so multifaceted. We kind of knew him burst out in the entertainment industry by uh, being in the voice SA, a finalist in that competition, which you can, of course, check out on YouTube again. He's now a TikToker. He's a singer. He's a songwriter. He's the leader of the gospel team and in HR. I mean, the list is endless. And if you don't follow Anselin just yet, definitely do check him out on social media. Feel it for more. For more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.